There's always a small part of me that hopes my guest cancels so I can just go and watch Netflix. Ah, uh -huh, that's funny. <laughs> Over a hill and under a misty mountain, deep within the unceded Musqueam territory of Vancouver, British Columbia, I'm Doug Vandalay with another episode of Comedy Zeitgeist. You can follow the show on Twitter at Comedy Zeitgeist and pester me at Doug Vandalay. Hello to everybody listening on CITR 101.9 here for the first 30 minutes of the show. Pioneer of the Japanese sweet bite technique, I'm joined today by Yumi Nagashima. <laughs> yeah, hi Doug. How's it going, Yumi? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. It was it was nice going outside today. We record at night, uh, at <laughs> night here, and it's uh, oh yeah, it's like daytime. It's now really nice in the Still, spring. Still, yeah, it's beautiful. Official first day of spring. Oh wow! Oh, is it, it is? today? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, good to know. <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Let's turn that mic on for you if you if you chip in so that I don't have to edit around it. I like keeping your voice in. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to seeing you perform uh, this Friday the 29th at the 604 Records Spring Fling. Mm-hmm. What can you tell us about that? Oh, it's all female comedians show, like all pretty ladies. And it's going to be like um, very empowering for women and very funny for everybody. Uh, some some other previous guests from this show, uh, Randy Newmeyer and uh, Brunch Comedy, uh -huh. come to mind. I can't remember who else is there. Um, how did you get involved with that show? Oh, I I am signed with Six of Records, and mm -hmm. then we just released my very first comedy album, My Name Is Yumi, on February 9th. and so it's part of kind of for me it's kind of like part of promotional show and <laughs> cool. yeah yeah they wanted to me to join the show too cool uh so you <laughs> you mentioned your your album my name is yumi uh -huh. uh, what can you tell us about that oh my name is yumi uh this album is about my kind of like introduction album and i wanted to kind of introduce about me so like i am japanese female comedian who speaks English language as a second second language and um, this is how it sounds like when Japanese people try to speak English too and then this is what I find funny about Canada or like Japan or relationship and I talk about lots of observational stuff yeah so so you mentioned um just just then uh speaking english as a second language i understand mm -hmm. you have a degree in english literature mm -hmm. uh and and despite that you were told to lose your japanese accent or face failure in show business i mm -hmm. think it's safe to say you've turned that around mm -hmm. can you tell us a little bit more about that story yeah i so first i started with acting about three four years ago and I was really struggling because I have thick Japanese accent and the roles that I could audition were very limited. It has to be something like Japanese waitress or Japanese nuclear scientist like that, like where my, my accent makes sense. And so my agent was like, maybe 
you have to start seeing a dialect coach so that you can book more gigs. And I went to see a dialect coach maybe a few times and then I felt it's really wrong that I have to change the way I speak in order to fit the small box of like Hollywood expectations. Yeah, I mean, especially mm. in Vancouver as well, because it's mm -hmm. such a multicultural place mm -hmm. as well. There's like, there's, there's not really a Vancouver accent. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a Vancouver show. I'm Australian. Yeah. Um, you're Japanese. Yeah, I am Japanese. <laughs> I have a question. Yes. Because that just blows my mind. Like, that's so stupid. <laughs> um, in, yeah, it's stupid. We don't need to get into why it's stupid. But I wonder, does the same stuff happen to if Japanese is your second language and you were trying to be an actor in Japan, mm -hmm. would they expect you to fill like a stereotypical role from whatever country you're from based on your accent as well? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's but kind of funny. Like in Japan, if you are, for example, if you are Caucasian, they don't expect you to be able to speak Japanese. They try to speak English to you. And yeah they, right yeah and then like so that's why the roles like let's say japanese people are filming japanese tv shows the location should be in japan so like the role where the maybe i don't know like english teacher yeah or yeah where like it totally <laughs> makes sense that you don't even speak japanese even if you speak yeah. japanese then, they would still yeah expect you to do something yeah, else yeah 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 so silly <laughs> i think there's a there's a movie sort of about that if you either of you seen lost in translation yes yes i you know what after i started doing like comedy like lots of people suggested me to watch that oh really yeah and then i watched that and it was funny like hibiki like where where the translator they like, he feels skeptical about translator. Yeah. Like, it was so funny. <laughs> like, he doesn't know what, what he's being made to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you seen it, Talia? No. So it's uh, Bill Murray uh, playing basically Bill Murray, but a, under a different name. And he's in Japan to film all these ads for, I think, a beer company. Yeah. Oh, a Santori Hibiki. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whiskey. Right, because yeah, yeah. oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Suntory like makes everything. Oh right, in, in, yeah, yeah, in Japan yeah. when, right. when I went there, yeah. I like that joke. Uh, I was fortunate to be uh, in the audience at the the comedy comedy here often uh, Christmas show mm. that you did, and you were doing some crowd work. Mm. And this guy said he'd been to Japan, and mm -hmm. you said where? He said Tokyo. Mm. <laughs> and you like, said yeah, I haven't heard of it. Oh, Tokyo, never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> That was a fun show, yeah. Yeah, so he's shutting down like weeaboo culture kind of things. Weeaboo? You know? Do you know that that term weeaboo? No. They're what's like that? white huh. people who um get really into Japanese culture. Oh right, right, right. And they they call themselves like a an otaku. Oh yes. Yeah, and otaku. and mm. like the people that they talk about like superior Japanese culture and animation and stuff, and then they'll often they'll go to Japan thinking everywhere is like Harajuku and then they get really, really disappointed. Oh, that's too bad. High expectation yeah. towards Japan. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 
I was told that once, the earth was shaped like a dish. This was a time before mortals or the law. That time has long since passed, and no one tells those stories anymore. All they care to tell these days, over and over again, are the tales of Frost Cricket. Hear them all on the Cave Goblin Network. So I'm um, speaking of some Japanese roles you have played. You were in Man in the High Castle. Mm-hmm. What was that like? Oh, it was, um, it's like in season two of Man, the Man in the High Castle, I played the wife of Mr. Kido. Mr. Kibo, Kido is the main evil guy, the right. bad guy or good guy. It's like one of the main characters. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I played his wife and it was really cool. <laughs> and, you know, I just booked uh, the another role, the Netflix show called The Terror. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I was just filming on Monday and I'm shooting another scene tomorrow. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, when's that slated to come out? Do you know? I think it's the season two. Season no, season six, five. Season. It's like the, It's past it's like season the, one. Yeah, it's been renewed. Yeah. yeah, Netflix shows they they film like all the episodes, right? Yeah. And then I, they release at the same time. Yeah. I, I I actually have no idea when it's going to be released. Well, we'll look out for that one. Oh, I guess okay. I'll have to watch seasons one through five. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's. So now we are filming season six. Okay, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Can you talk about that at all, or is it all um, secret? It's it's content-wise, it's secret. Yeah. yeah. And I can't really tell like what role I'm playing either yet. Oh, cool. Yeah, uh, yeah sorry. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen the show. What is the show about? Show is about uh this um, it's kind of like a really sad horror story. Okay. About Japanese internment camp. Oh, like the the unit three seven one or something. Whoa! Is that it? I don't know. <laughs> you, so you have so much knowledge about Japanese internment camp. Doug uh, is a real the, history. Oh buff. yeah! Oh my gosh! Yeah. I love that. He knows um, a lot of that's, stuff. Yeah. That's why I, I watched. I, I uh, study. I should study from him a little bit. Yeah, but maybe. That, yeah. World War Two in Color is a good documentary on Netflix. Oh yeah, it's World really fun. War two in color yeah it's okay. all recolorized footage from uh, oh my god from world war ii and it, it just tells the story uh sort of in order oh wow yeah i will watch that you know my boyfriend and then it's, it's fun um, to watch man in the high castle after mm. that because it's the alternate history yeah what if mm. germany had won the world war ii yeah and, and you know that the nazi headquarters in man in the high castle is the <laughs> same building in downtown vancouver that my bank is located in Oh my gosh, that's so cool! That's so... It's a credit union, yeah, but it's uh, it's the the Nazi headquarters. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> um, what were you saying? Oh no, no, I was just gonna say my boyfriend is like, do you know like my boyfriend is stand up comedian too? Oh, he was on the show. Uh, Byron. Byron Bartram. He was yeah. playing the Santa Claus. But anyway, right. he's like a crazy history buff. Well, too. I thought I thought you had a, a lot of chemistry on stage there. Oh in, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in that performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we we always like make fun of each other all the time. It's so much fun, yeah. I liked what you said in a recent interview that uh, people 
people used to say he was writing your jokes, but mm. now that now that you've become uh, arguably more successful than him, people are saying you're writing his jokes. Yeah. Hey <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. So I heard you're shooting a music video. Mm-hmm. Oh, we actually already sh- shot. Oh, cool. And it's really, really, really. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to show everyone. But it's in like right right now. It's editing process. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you know when it comes out? Uh, hopefully the end of March or okay, beginning we'll, of April. We'll try and share that through our stuff as well. What what's that? Uh, what's the song that it's for? A song actually I put at the end of my comedy album Mm -hmm. like it's kind of like bonus track and it's called my name is yumi and then do you know kevi yeah the guy with the long green hair yeah 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 yeah. he's like the vocal of the fake shark oh cool the band like who also with uh six of records yeah and then him and I made a, like really we wanted to make like a really catchy song that like people can't stop repeating the li- lyrics. Yeah. And if you hear it, you will know why what it is like. Also, uh, mm. yeah, get your hands on Yumi's album and listen to that. Mm-hmm. Listen to that. Uh, so how did how did you get into comedy in the first place? Comedy and um, I started I told you I started with acting mm-hmm. and then um, it was like a little bit more than three years ago I did my first comedy play at the Havana Theater and that was my very first like comedy role and then I played like a Japanese wife who hates being in marriage and the first sentence was like I've been married for three years and it sucks. And when I said that, like, audience started laughing. And I didn't know. It was a funny line when I said that. And then the audience started laughing. And I'm like, and then I had to wait till I deliver next line. And then when I, when I was doing that, I realized, like, comedy is very interactive. And you can create something together with the audience. And it's every time it's different and it's really fun. And then I had so much fun doing comedy and like some, like many people told me that I have like good comedy timing. And then that's when I thought, oh, maybe I might be good at comedy. Yeah. Yeah. You're definitely very good at crowd work. I think there's that, uh, Mm -hmm. that viral clip that I, um, referenced in the intro, the Japanese sweet bite. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where you didn't give those that that poor couple in the front row a yeah, break. Yeah, yeah. I'm that, sure they had fun. Yeah, they were so much fun. They were a really fun couple and they were loving it. Yeah, I I'm so glad they were there. <laughs> um, so what are you working on right now? So besides this the terror Netflix show, yeah, I have one more scene next week and then I also doing Winnipeg Comedy Festival, the end of April to beginning of may and oh and also i will be headlining at the comedy mix this coming wednesday that's uh if you're listening to this that's tonight yeah yeah oh shit yeah come out of the comedy next tonight and uh tonight do you know who's opening oh no it's like 
Wednesday is like showcase night. Right. So there's like MC. Oh, no. You know, I knew that and I put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> well, uh, Yumi will be headlining there. She's, she's much better on her toes than I am. <laughs> oh, is there anything else you want to plug before we wrap up today? Uh, hmm. Co- uh, yeah, come to the 604 Records spring stream show. This Friday at, uh, at the 604 Records studio? Yes, yes. Yeah, and where can people follow you online? Oh, yes, I'm really good with Instagram. Yumi Comedy, Instagram, at Yumi Comedy. And I also have my YouTube channel, just got 100,000 subscribers. Oh, have, they, night, have uh, they sent you the, uh, uh, the plaque no, yet? The play button? Apparently, they are going to send me the play button. I didn't know about it, but I'm so excited about it. Yeah, they've, they've updated the design of the play button. It's a oh. bit more modern now. Oh, well, congrats on that. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait to see that play button on your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Well, thank, thanks so much for uh, talking to me tonight. Oh, Yumi. thank you so much for having me, guys. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can follow the Cave Goblin Network on all social media at Cave Goblins or check out what we're doing over on cavegoblins.com. Please consider leaving a five-star rating and a review on iTunes or Podchaser. It's the best way you can help the show for free. If you're feeling a little more generous, head over to patreon.com forward slash cavegoblins for some exclusive content. I've been Doug Vandalay, and this has been Comedy Zeitgeist. See you next time. This is a Cave Goblin podcast. For other podcasts like this, visit cavegoblins.com. We hope you have enjoyed this program.